0: From architecture to painting and sculpture, literature to live music and theater, Radio 111 presents Bonnie G. and Brian Mendoza with The Desert Scene, your connection to culture and entertainment in the desert cities. Here's Bonnie
1: and Brian. On this special episode of uh, The Desert Scene, we're going to go ahead and talk about the worst best picture winners of all time. I love this stuff. (laughs) And I got to be honest with you, it is... There is a gold mine of movies that people... A lot to choose from. A lot to choose from. Uh, movies that people don't like that one best picture. So let's... And there's no general consensus. So if you love these movies... It's okay. Love them. Don't but, send us lovers. It's okay. <laughs> but don't, don't make me watch these again. Okay. You know? All right. But one of the ones that often gets mentioned... We'll go off what I like to call the big one. Okay. Crash in 2005. And Crash w- went up against... Brokeback Mountain.
0: Now, see, okay, see, I always forget what they went up against. Yeah, no, that, yeah, I mean, Crash was an interesting film, but it wasn't a best picture film, I don't think.
1: I think if you look at those two movies, they were two movies that were trying to say something about the subject matter that they had. Like, Crash was about race, Brokeback Mountain was about being gay in mm-hmm. a homophobic world. Mm-hmm. And the difference is that Brokeback Mountain wanted to tell its love story, and so when the homophobia happened, it really impacted you because you connected with the love story. But with Crash, I say this as a person of color where the perspectives that they give were trying to always say something about race, but it always fell apart. And I felt like at the end of the day, your story about race also has to have me connect with your persons of color. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it had conversations that it was not mature enough to have. That's Mm -hmm. how I remember that movie being. Also, I just felt like it was just fine, and Brokeback Mountain made me cry. So I, I think,
0: and you know, and I'm wondering because Brokeback Mountain at the time, what year was that? Do you remember what year that was?
1: 2005. Okay, and
0: I mean, it was that. That was pretty groundbreaking at the time. That that film because it was, in some way, in some ways, I hate to it was graphic because there wasn't a lot of nudity, but it was the love story was very raw. Yes. and you know, you start so it was very you know the the, the homosexual love story was kind of in your face, and I think some people were. A little taken aback by that, and I I would bet you that that was a factor in it not winning.
1: And it was, and I've heard there have been reports about the Academy Awards that the Academy just couldn't handle ha- it. couldn't handle yeah. it, and that some older voters didn't even see the movie. Right. And even though there was a consensus that it was probably the best film of that year, because the only other film that came out was Capote, and everyone kind of thought, you know what, Brookback Mountain and Capote are both great movies. Mm. But Bookback Mountain really is the one that everyone's talking about. Yeah. And you almost want to say at the time, like, you almost want to kind of laugh at some of the criticisms because you think, oh, they hate it just because of the gay love story. Mm-hmm. But it really was a factor. And, oh, sure. Absolutely it was a factor. And yeah. it isn't like today where, you know, like, back then when Fox News criticized this movie, it actually did resonate with, like, a certain some sect. people sure, but nowadays, if let's say a movie about be gay much people, different, much different. If Fox News criticized this movie and it came out today, you'd almost they, you would almost laugh at them and say, "Why are you even talking?" People about would this ignore movie? them. Yeah, 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 like move on. Mm-hmm. And so, Crash came out at the right time, but uh, and I also think it's age the worst because when I'm not gonna when some, when the bad thing when 2020 happened and everyone had that reckoning with race. No one mentioned Crash as a movie about race. Mm -hmm. So it tells you a lot about how Brokeback Mountain keeps being brought up Mm -hmm. and no one brings up Crash anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But another movie that often gets like listed as one of the worst best picture winners is Shakespeare in Love, nineteen ninety eight, with Gwyneth Paltrow. And nineteen ninety eight is one of those years where I my favorite movie of What was up what was it up against? I never remember. The in terms of like what it was up against, um, I'm trying to remember, but let me look at let me look at this real quick. I mean,
0: it was good. It was good. It was entertaining. Elizabeth.
1: Um, oh, sorry, Elizabeth. Life is beautiful, Saving Private Ryan, and The Thin Red Line. And okay,
0: yeah, yeah. That I mean, Saving Private Ryan
1: or, or a Life is Beautiful. Either one was those were pretty impressive. I would say Life is Beautiful was. Yeah. I I really enjoyed it because I thought oh, it's a movie where it's about the Holocaust and has mm-hmm. humor in it. And the last time they tried doing that was the day that, that clown, di- clown Cried with uh, Jerry Lewis. And I thought, no, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. And I watched it and I was like, okay, I'm moved. Mm-hmm. And Saving Private Ryan is just a great movie. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. for for yeah, so Shakespeare and Love to win over those two, yeah. No, I don't think so.
1: And uh, another movie that often gets listed as one of the worst Best Picture winners um, is Forrest Gump. And what was it up against? It was up against four weddings and a funeral, Pulp Fiction, Quiz Show, and The Shawshank Redemption.
0: Wow, that was that was a pretty strong year.
1: Nineteen ninety four yeah. is one of the strongest years in movies yeah. because they also you also had. Um, Three colors, red. You mm-hmm. also you just had a lot of great movies that weren't nominated.
0: You know, and it and it also I'm trying to remember what, what was happening in the, in the world 1994. But you know, some some year sometimes I, it, a factor is what's going on in the world and in the country, and may, maybe people people needed a Forrest Gump a sort of feel good. Uh, They needed that that year and that that was a factor. And I
1: also thought that the special effects, which were really impressive. Were were, impressive, yeah. Were Forrest is with like... He's in all
0: these historical
1: things, yeah. Yeah, and I think that when Pulp Fiction came out, which, you know, in hindsight is the better movie.
0: But it's violent and people sometimes don't want that. It was
1: really radical. Yeah,
0: yes, yeah.
1: And the storyline was purposely all over the place, but it had a point to get to... And and I think Forrest Gump Was very clear On what it wanted to say Mm -hmm. And the year before Was 1993 Schindler's List Which is one of the greatest Movies ever made Absolutely So And that one That one didn't it Yeah So I think what people Definitely I think what you said Kind of fits Where people wanted A very
0: Sometimes you want a certain Some years you want drama Some years you want feel good Some years you want comedy It just kind of depends
1: And I feel like Schindler's List Was the tear jerking movie That year And so I think Academy voters saw Forrest Gump do something different this year yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you know and i personally for my own thing i would say i was not a fan of the english patient which was 1996 it was kind of long as i recall yeah there's a reason why long. elaine yells at the screen in seinfeld yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like just die right
0: yeah. already. <laughs> i mean it was it was well made but it was long as i recall
1: yeah it also was against fargo which is again mm-hmm. like pulp fiction the, the movie that everyone agrees changed movies and then also was up against Jerry Maguire, Secrets and Lies, which I thought Secrets and Lies was great. Mm-hmm. And then Shine, which I've never seen, but good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good for them because they shine through once. Yeah. But in 1996, it was just not the best year for that one. And then in terms of the f- typically what I noticed, the first three years of the 2000s 2000 2001 and 2002 those best picture winners get a lot of crap what what and what what were those A uh, gladiator in 2000 2001 a beautiful mind and 2002 chicago okay did you see any of those i saw i saw all of those yeah and what do you think about each one um well, they were all impressive films. Yeah. I, that's... They were all impressive films. They were definitely impressive. I just... I think in the end, their competition, it's always the competition. Yeah, so tell me what... the what? Gladiator was up against Chocolat, Crotching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Aaron Brockovich, Traffic. So I think this was a year where everyone wanted Crotching Tiger, Hidden Dragon to win mm-hmm. because it, it... But again, it's one of those things where like the best picture winner, sadly... Are, for a while, was never foreign films, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you know. Obviously, I think
0: some people think, well, they have their own category, yeah. so why, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: so why give it to yeah, them? Yeah. And a Beautiful Mind and Chocola and Chicago. I mean, they both competed against Lord of the Rings movies, mm. with the first one being in two thousand and one against a Beautiful Mind, and the second one being up against Chicago, and I think in hindsight, the Lord of the Rings' impact really put these films reputation down the tank and I think Chicago I think a lot of fans of that musical were just having their own opinions and saying you know what that's not exactly how the musical is yeah but it was a very good movie it was a good movie it was a very good movie it's like Cabaret how everyone criticizes how Cabaret is nothing like the musical Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but then Cabaret itself is a strong movie yeah Yeah. and I, I definitely think that it's one of those movies that sure granted It's not as good as Lord of the Rings. Okay, but that's what it is. And in terms of other best, worst, best picture winners, one of the most controversial ones was 1952's The Greatest Show on Earth, which came out the same year as a movie that wasn't nominated, Singing in the Rain. Wow, and that's interesting. Have you ever seen The Greatest Show on Earth?
0: I I've seen a big chunk of it i don't think i saw the whole thing but i saw a big chunk of it yeah it's
1: the famous movie about the circus yeah. and mm-hmm. jimmy stewart's a clown yeah it also came out the same year as the quiet man and high noon so these really strong mm. classics yeah. and i feel and i saw the greatest show on earth pretty recently and i my first thought was boring
0: yeah it was, it was it, it
1: yeah as i recall it didn't wasn't scintillating yeah and and then in 1956 another famous Worst Best Picture winner was Around the World in 80 Days. And what was it up against? The King and I and the Ten Commandments. Wow. And Giant, the one with... Wow. (laughs) That's some competition. That is some
0: stiff... Yeah, see, you just don't know. You just never know what the Academy people are
1: thinking and, again, what the mood of the country is and stuff. Yeah. And in the case of 1958, Gigi... It came against, you know, maybe I wouldn't say Anti-Marmy was the best movie, but it was a good movie. And then it also came up against Cat on the Hot Tin Roof and Separate Tables. So I don't think Gigi is the worst movie, but... I you know again it's the competition. Yeah,
0: it's what was it up against, and what kind of we in, we want a fluffy musical this year,
1: or you know. But I wouldn't call some of these like the worst. I call them movies that were forgettable in hindsight. Yeah. Like in 1963, Tom Jones, which was up against How the West Was Won, Lilies of the Field, and Cleopatra. Wow. And then in 1966, A Man of All, a Man for All mm-hmm. Seasons, and it was up against Who Was Afraid of Virginia Wolf. So, I think when you look at these Best Picture winners, it tells you, like you said, what the country was thinking. Yeah. Like, why would a movie like yeah. A Man for All Seasons be up against Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf? And I always notice the cynical movies that everyone loves now, <laughs> they're the ones that ultimately succeed. Like, I think Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf is one of the greatest oh, movies ever yeah, made. That's
0: some great acting. Yeah. That,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that Elizabeth Taylor but it's dark but it's dark and some people don't want dark you know stuff But yeah and also I think the final one I'll mention is Oliver in mm-hmm. 1968 and what did it win against Funny Girl uh, The Lion in Winter Rachel Rachel and the I think Yeah, this Franco Seffirelli version of Romeo and Juliet. Wow. And it came out the same year as 2001. That's tough. That is tough (laughs) competition. Holy moly. And I I will say that when I watched Oliver the first time, I thought, you know what? I'm going to... It's fine, it's a fine little musical. Obviously they were in the, that year,
0: they wanted fine, fluffy little musical, you know? know,
1: And the funny thing is Oliver to me was the proof that musicals were no longer gonna win Best Picture for a while because what I had seen was that My Fair Lady and Sound of Music won two years in a row Mm -hmm. and then Oliver just won out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and then it aged really badly. But I do wanna add two other ones from the 80s that people tend to hate. Ordinary People, which I think is a great it movie. It is a great movie. Great movie, it just, again, competition. Coal Miner's Daughter, Elephant Man, Raging Bull. And I think Raging Bull is one of the best movies that remain, like top mm. 10. Mm-hmm. And Ordinary People, it, maybe if they held it back a year later, then yeah. I would agree. Yeah. But then there's also Gandhi. And Gandhi in 1982. What was it up against? Tootsie and E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Wow. Wow,
0: so again, yeah, it t- again it tells you the, the sort of the thinking and the mood of the Academy. They wanted, an you know, epic thing about world peace rather than something lighthearted. I mean, you just don't know. Yeah. And
1: in, in hindsight, I think the the Academy has shown that it doesn't want to take as many risks. You know, like with Green Book, that one Best Picture over Roma and Black Klansmen. Mm-hmm. So it shows that they would rather find the safe story. That everyone I think a likes. lot of times That's tr-
0: true Yeah and, A and, lot of times
1: And it actually turns out That people actually Like the riskier movies The ones that pay off Really well I'm not saying Taking a risk always works Trust me it doesn't <laughs> I've seen movies That no thank but you But what life What's life without risk That's true But Alright we'll I see, love doing this Great show We'll see you next time On The Desert Scene Alright Alright